Hi, it's Ben. Good collaboration and finding synergy are essential to innovation and improved outcomes. Things business desperately need to face the new challenges and secure sustainable growth. Welcome to today's episode of the Business Break. Together with Robert, we will talk about collaborating with someone we don't know and finding out if we could have a checklist to improve the process in our working environment. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, man. Okay, so today's sessions or today's episode, we're talking about collaboration. And the theme of the, the episode is about how we could collaborate with someone we don't know. It's something we do all the time for different degrees and, you know, it's relative, more relative to um, people, some people than others. But I like to start with saying good collaboration is essential to innovation and improve outcomes. And that's um, very important to um, today's business, um, whereas they are kind of desperately needs um, innovation and, and be ahead of the curve. According to Stanford study, working together boosted intrinsic motivation uh, with participants resisting up to 64% longer on challenging tasks and having more interest and energy for them. So meaning that collaborations enhance people's power and make them more resilient to face challenges. So what's your thought? And I think it, it's, it's true. When, when we talk about the collaboration as an environment for innovation, I tend to a picture of uh, the consequence of finding a synergy. And actually, this is the first thing that came to my mind um, when we talk about the collaboration. So synergy is kind of a concept commonly used for the merging acquisition. So when the one business acquires another to find some benefits out of the shared collaboration, or platform, as some somebody may may call it, but the origin definition of synergy is about interaction or cooperation of two or more organization to produce one, or to produce a combined effect more significant than the sum of their product, uh, the, the the sum of their particular products. But to be honest, the concept goes uh, for the group of the people trying to figure out how they work together. So basically, the synergy is not only the term reserved for the organization, but it can be also reflect as a cooperation between the, the people who are trying to find more added value to the, to the area of their work, but also in, in, in simple life. Yeah, and, and, and that makes sense. And I like the way that you painted in, in that uh, show actually what's, what the purpose of collaboration? I think you 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 have the spot on point in here. It's um it's about all. It's about creating that synergy, and it is not an unusual to collaborate with people we didn't know. Maybe I think it's maybe is more relevant or more common to consultant and freelancer profession than others. Okay, if if we stand it like this, so what is the main behavioral difference between working in house and being a consultant? And is there is there any beef a difference between those two? approaches and if there is a if if one is better than another what do you think so if you think of doing a project you as an individual doing a project in your um, organization where you've been working for uh, some time i think that collaborating with people would be less of a challenge to you because you would know most of those people that you operate with 
and you kind of understand them or uh, you're in touch with them before even um, having a project with them. So the chances that you have a hard time working with them, it's much lower compared to consultant. Consultant is kind of their style, their, their, their working standards. They, they do work in projects and they leave them and then they go to another organization. They do work with people's whereas they don't know the people at all. Um, and, and actually the requirement in consultant or the pressure in consultant is much higher than people within the organizations. Uh, it's like you and me, for example, if you're doing a, a project in our um, daily or our, uh, let's say, uh, uh, organization where we work. So to answer your question, I think what we're going to talk about today has higher level of importance to consultant than people within the organization or doing projects within their own organization. Okay. Um, so basically the consultant need to have some additional skills, whether they have it because of, uh, uh, because somehow they grow it during their, their working life, or this is something that they already have like a behavioral, um, uh, behavioral skills. But to be honest, um, now looking at the differences between working in the same organization or in the same uh, uh, in the same uh, environment and being a consultant what 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 basically is needed is it the difference between the education people nature lack of knowledge or or training because basically if we want to achieve something more it's obvious that we need to collaborate yeah, absolutely um the first things is that Regardless, this is what we try to, to tell. Regardless whether you're a consultant or you work or you doing a you work in an organization and do projects, they have common things. I, I think we do not invest enough time in, in getting to know each other. This is really common. We get run to the project. Let's let's kick off. First thing we talk about is plan a project and then let's source the projects and then let's have sign off and then let's kick off the project. We don't really spend time to get to know each other within within the project. And the problem is that in every project, it's really easy to notice that decision-making process is just slow down. And, and that results to endless meetings, calls, emails, which is estimated to take up to 80% of people's time. And, and most of the people going to resort or think immediately that it's not because they haven't, it's not because the problem is basically they haven't spend some time or invest some time to know each other or for example do some you know ice breaking exercise or, or going for example the, you know you know your partner exercise or, and that sort of things but they just went directly to the meeting and then when some problems happens and then there's a requirement that, that they think that the, the decision making is slow the first thing is they might oh there's a problem with the governance there's a problem with the org chart of the project there's a problem that we are not clear what the project needs to deliver. Or there's a problem with the business case of the project. But they, no one thinks that the problem is basically the behavior, how we, how we kicked off the project. And usually that we do it in the wrong way, basically. Okay, so basically it doesn't matter whether we are a consultant or we're working in-house, we need to collaborate. And this is for our success, individual success, but also for the organizational success. Um, you have suggested asking a few questions before you start any collaboration, and I would like to go separately by um, talking about each of those if each of those question 
to have kind of at the end of this podcast to have kind of a product you can use in your organization when you start collaborating with the people you don't know but also with the people who uh, who you may work for some time but there's a you know there's a, some added value that you can gain by collaborating even more yeah so it's basically there are five questions and as you say it rightfully it's and and those you know you, you could use them and anyone could use them um as their own checklist just before the or as part of the process of having a project or collaborating and in initiative and, and and to to all projects um you name it um and the first one is basically what are our goals and the process for this project okay but who should really ask this question and who should who should answer it so it comes from the nature of the governance of the project so basically the question should be answered by the committee of the project or the sponsor or the owner of the project actually what's the goals what's the goal of the project and we do that we do but do that before we kick the projects this is this embedded in the project charters embedded in the project plans everywhere basically but the problem is actually how the people understand it so we go back again to many the, the first episode and the second we talked about how important communication running projects and how it's important for example to your strategy so it's not having the statement of the goal articulated but in a nice document but the problem is that we don't spend enough time to ensure that everyone involved in that project understand those goals what actually what's the purpose of all of us working together on an, in a project or initiative and that's regardless whether you're a consultant or, or you're part of an organization and you run um, a project or initiative within um, within within the setup that you work on okay now it makes sense because at the beginning i thought oh really should it be a question because this is obvious this is kind of a part of purpose management and uh, the common goals are one of the most uh, one of the most motivational elements in our organization and this should be addressed by the manager before any project starts and the manager should be responsible for announcing the the goals and the purpose of the project but also they should be responsible for translating these goals into each level they manage, they manage absolutely i mean you can't have a project if you haven't that nailed down so and then the second point is who will do what and by when and again this is the very simple question that should be obvious and should be part of the governance governance model and the proper communication should be cover uh, cover this topic it, it's uh, you're absolutely right it, it's and we do have it there have never been a project when we haven't that nailed down we we never we never been in a project where that has been hasn't been written and 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 showed in a, in a document or shared in a document or showed in a slides and etc but again to your point the problem is the understanding of those two things if you haven't if you haven't got the goals cleared out and understood by everyone if you haven't got the role and responsibilities nailed down uh, meaning what ben is doing what robert is doing by when they have to deliver that we we you running automatically to trouble so if we move on and then the third is what are our individual preference working style and strength okay and this is actually the question that i understand this is the question linked to the people who are engaged in the project because first the question was very much related to the manager and the manager should cover it meaning managers should, should explain what are the goals and who should do what this is part of the government but here i have a 
kind of a kind of a difficulties because this question uh, is related and involve a lot of self-awareness and very often it is very difficult to express by individuals uh, what basically are the the strengths and uh, and uh, basically the strengths that uh, can help them to know better each know each other better exactly so to your point the first two we do mostly but the problem um in in most of the, most of the projects that we, we we run is that we don't communicate them but the third one is kind of more a behavioral um, um element and and here i, I would recall a, a experience that i had when in my previous um, career um uh, projects that in one of them we had a person who joined the project as a consultant and I, I vividly remember that he caught us by surprise and he shared a, a document called how how to deal with now not naming that person with James just an imaginary person and 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 basically he laid down what kind of his management style how how he what's his expectation toward peoples and what's his his strength and what's his pitfalls right and and actually, when everyone received this document, it's like, okay, what does the what that means? Is is like he, he's is he showing off? And it's absolutely no. Just he he trying to since he's a consultant and he he appreciated that not everyone knows him and his working style. He wanted just to share it with everyone. And I remember that following that that little email, um, he created a a sessions where we shared who we are, what's our preference um, in terms of working with others and, and what's our strength and what's what, what's our pitfalls. And I picked that habit as well when I'm running projects. Uh, when I shared an assessments um, files, basically, and people score in um, based on questions and then you would understand who is who, is who um, what quality they have, what strength and what pitfalls. And I think this is very fundamental because you're on a project with a human, um, and if if you don't, if we don't invest in getting to know each other, um, and what kind of style, um, of each person's individuals on a project, I think, I think that wouldn't work. And I I think to to uh, just add one more thing. I think it's a it's a brilliant idea, because it actually shows. That the manager itself is very, very aware of his capabilities. And he wants to do the same with the people that uh, that he is going to work with. So not only showing his uh, management styles, but also asking people uh, what are their expectations from this project. Exactly. And this is and, and to be honest, this is a very nice icebreaker breaker at, at the beginning. And you could think of it of if you pick up a life example. If you you invite somebody to a dinner, and you don't know that person. You have a dinner with that person in your house for the first time. You would ask if they are okay with certain foods, right? And this is the only way that you have a pleasant evening. Otherwise, you just go crash. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's it works true. exactly the same things. Um, so it's really important, absolutely. The fourth um, questions on that checklist is basically when and how we will give each other feedback on our working relationship. And this is the feedback itself is a very powerful tool, not only for the managers but also for the individual people. But this this tool is also very related to the self awareness, meaning 
okay, you can get the feedback, but in order to to have a benefit out of the feedback, you have to accept it, whether you like it or not. Sometimes we, I mean, it's very appreciated when we're getting the, uh, you know, nice information about ourselves that we do some great job and those are the area that we really know how to how to run but very often there is there are also the areas that we basically are failing because those are the things that we have never done maybe maybe those are the things that we don't like and that we are not un- un- we are un- uncomfortable with them and uh, and now basically it's us uh and it's basically it's our move to whether we accept it or not. If we accept it, we can only benefit it, benefit out of it. If if not, you know, the, the, to be honest, nothing happened. But we also, in the same time, we will not grow. And I would add to that one thing. So, the logical five questions follow a a, a process of a flow. So I'm thinking right now. So once you shared. In, in, in third questions, who you are and what's your working style, you basically set the kind of um, um, a spoken expectation, right? So, and then as an individual, you're part of the project, so you, you have something you measure against it. So you know that how Ben should work with Robert because Robert is really leading the, pro- the projects. And then when I get the feedback, that's feedback and in, in, be in touch with reality. So I know the expectations. I know that something fall between the chairs in the process. And when I get the feedback, it's no surprise to me because that has been set on, on the previous step. The last one um, is about what do we need from each other to do our best? And, and, and that's, before you give your opinion, Robert, is basically means that um, if we want to make that project a success, that, that initiative a success, is not everyone have the same let's say bandwidth there's not the same we have we are human and we are we're imperfect so we kind of going back to what you point we need to leverage each other's other strength to just to deliver the project yeah and now when i look at the question is basically the question that sum up the rest of the, the first four question meaning the 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 end question is it's about what we want to deliver as a, as a group, as a project. And uh, this is the end stage. And basically, this question is give us the direction where we where we're going. And it's fighting the synergy, right? This is, this is like, I'm good in that, 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 that point. I'm a kind of not good in, in the other ones. And the robot, he's, go, he's, he's vice versa. And so by combining um, each, each other's efforts and then then we make sure that we meet that project expectation that we defined in the first question, isn't it? it? It's true. Even looking at all of those questions, so if we sum, sum up all, all the five questions, it actually leads us to the synergy. So to something that we can, we can deliver together better than if we work individually on the same project. If that's even possible, right? Yeah, if it, yeah exactly. <laughs> Okay, Robert, good talking to you. Um, and um, thank you for uh, being um, um, on this podcast. And uh, see you on the next one. Yeah, thank you. See you. <laughs>